You're listening to Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. So we're about to meet two icons and they sort of bookend a history of blues music here in Australia, let alone West End. But we've got Blind Dog Donnie. Now he is a, a name, the name of blues music here in Australia, but he's a West End resident. And also Dillian James, who's a rising star on the blues scene as well as rock and roll here, and he's a West End resident as well. Now, I first came across Blind Dog Donnie about 20 years ago as a very young musician. Blind Dog actually got me um, my very first paid gig in Brisbane at the Melbourne Hotel in West End. Blind Dog is an amazing musician. Um, He's played with people like B.B. King, um, well known for his work with uh, the Delta Rhythm Kings, played with heaps of talent at all the big blues festivals. So he is a real um, world-class muso and a great character of West End. Shall we go and have a listen? Definitely. This is Bluey's Brisbane. Blind Dog, thank you for coming along and meeting random women like me. How are you? Um, I'm pretty good at meeting random women. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I know Dillian was talking to you about how you got to come meet this character called Lou and Justin. Um, so thank you for meeting us here in Dillian's studio yeah, in, nice. in West End. Um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the music you guys have been playing and a little bit about West End. We're talking a bit about also Bluey, um, the cartoon, this is all about the family called the Healers. They're a family of dogs called Blue Healers. And right. then we're hearing about a blues musician called Blind Dog. And I thought, we've got to talk to this guy. Right. If I described you as a bit of an institution of West End, what do you have to say about that? Well, I suppose that's how it is. You know, um, I just fell over and ended up here. And um, I mean, doing this all my life and I suppose I've become a bit of an institution in West End, you know, because I've done hundreds and hundreds of gigs in West End, Um, done thousands of gigs. But, um, yeah, so I'm I'm sort of a piece of furniture in West End now. How would you describe West End? It's a little village. It's just it's only a tiny place. Sort of like the eye of the storm, you know. <laughs> Everything's going <laughs> around it, but it's nice and quiet in West End. It's actually a quiet little village. It's sort of like a village on its own little island in yeah. some ways. I mean, yeah. it's surrounded by a river, but it's also sort of cut off. It's not easy to get into traffic-wise. And right. once you're in, it's hard to get out. <laughs> um, talking about that village sort of feel, what does that mean for you? Well, community, you know, like... Um, like most people in West End know me because I just walk around West End and do my stuff. I, I don't travel very far. So uh, most people in West End know me, all the shops and stuff like that. And um, that makes it really nice. I can go to the barber shop and I don't have to say, oh, can you do this or that? I just, trim it. I, just <laughs> I don't have to say anything because he knows me yep. and, and sort of thing. And that goes for most things, you know, right? And um, I get on well with my neighbours, all, all the important stuff, you know. And one of the things about when we Google Blind Dog, Donnie, yeah. you were, you're still the scene for so much to do with music in West End. Wow. And, yeah. like, I mean, it all started, I believe, at the old Melbourne Hotel. You can't go there anymore. I mean, it was knocked down. 
But tell us a little bit about the early days for Blind Dog and West End. We started off with Coogee and TC, really, didn't it? Yeah. Trevor Casey and Coogee Timms, Stephen Timms. I was lucky enough to see you, ah. you guys at the Melbourne Hotel. All right. The old bar downstairs. Yeah, the old murderer's bar. That's what we used to call it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a delight, the murderer's there bar. There wasn't even a female toilet in the murderer's bar because back when it was built, only <laughs> men went drinking, apparently. There you go. They had to walk upstairs to use the toilet. So <laughs> that, that's why they ended up knocking the place down. It was like um, times had changed. There was like three or four levels of dungeons underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we'd ride our push bike there and ask the bartender if we can leave it there because we're too drunk to ride home and just catch the train and they're like, yeah, just put it, stick it down in the cage down. It's like down and down till you're in some pirate movie or something. Like you're <laughs> going to hear you screaming, people going, help, something down. It was like so old, you know, and they, now they built that big, big tower there. And, yes, yeah. that's true, yep. And a lot of your scene actually moved to the Boundary Hotel and that's gone through a bit of a zhuzhing in recent years too. Oh, yeah. It's a pity because it was a last of the really old-style pubs, you know. Yes, true, yep. And really old-style pub, which is a pity that it's changed from that, you know. They sort of, uh, but that's the way the world turns. I think it would have been a much better financial deal if they kept it as an old, old-style pub, you know, and kept its old-style charm, you know. Mm. I think it would have been... More of a draw card, but anyway, what do I know, you know? What is the charm of an old-style pub for you? How would you describe that? Well, you can just belly up to the bar and buy a beer, you know. Although <laughs> a muso friend that um, we know actually one day lay on the bar on his back and put his head under the tap and turned the beer tap on, <laughs> lying horizontal on the bar. <laughs> I've seen that a few times at the boundary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you'd get away with that right now. It's remember, looking a little too pretty these days. I remember there was a guy who used to be like on a, he was an international, like extreme skateboarder dude, and he broke both his wrists and he'd kind of given it up and was sort of one of the, one of the family in West End on the, on the streets, you know, and at the boundary on a Friday night. After by about eleven o'clock, there was that much spilt beer on the on the old tiles, and this professional skateboarder dude would come in, part, run past in his thongs, and just start sliding <laughs> underneath people's legs and like all around. Like he just he just had the most impeccable balance for someone who God knows how many he'd sank, but <laughs> he just started skateboarding on the on the beer mat, you know, like at the, oh yeah, you're talking about bellying up to the bar, or <laughs> you know, like uh-huh. that was. That was how they yeah. did it. And they'd arrive yeah. on the, when the bartender wasn't looking, there'd be people like <laughs> Moe's in The Simpsons or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely like that. Now I'm here with Dillian James as well as Blind Dog Donnie. Dillian, you live in West End, you play in West End. You really are a part of this village as well. How do you describe West End to people who aren't here in Brisbane? Well, I, I don't play in West End as much as I used to. I mean, we run bigger gigs now. We hire out the Ahepa Hall and... Blind Dog yeah. headlined it. We've run a few of those. Um, yeah. um, we've run some functions in West End and we get every, all the crew back together, but um, there's not as many gigs in West End anymore. I mean, I, I spent 
15 years playing here once or twice a week at least, sometimes, you know, running jams on a Tuesday at the Aboriginal Art Gallery and playing a Friday gig with yeah. Donnie at the pub or doing, yeah. I used to do Lock and Load in the Music Cafe and all the little bars that are now kind of coffee shops or noodle box or something, you know, like um, it's changed a lot, you know. I'm yeah. great to see the bearded lady just been doubled in size, you know. It's like that's going against the flow, you know, like <laughs> the, the yeah. music, the live music venues have been getting smaller and smaller so... Hopefully there's some kind of backlash because there was a real scene here and it and it suffered a bit in the, you know, with all the development. The cost of rent on the main street has gone way up, you know. Yeah. So um, you were talking about the traffic in West End. Like I live, I've got an electric <laughs> bike, you know. that's Being a West Ender means cycling yeah. and it's a bit more of a greener way of life. But, you know, so that, that culture of West End is still here, that... Um, kind of alternate lifestyle, the eye of the storm, like you say, yeah. the people that want things yeah. to slow down. Um, I still feel it, but um, at the same time, there's ten or 15,000 more people living in West End than there was, um, yeah. you know, a decade ago with all the – on the other side of Montague Road, yeah. on the flat side near the river, that's all the apartments have gone up and um, that's a whole different demographic. And they bring different um, – you know, the, the price of everything's changed and – so it, it it does feel yeah. like West End that West End culture has dispersed into the outer suburbs to Dutton Park and Fairfield. I really like it down there as well. Um, you know, it's um the the common ground in in West End has been taken by the big sky rises. What used to be the like the motor room where everyone on a Friday night you go there and there's market stalls and there's always a big band and a dance floor with hundred couple hundred people having a boogie when they felt like it. Now that's it's a construction site. Building, you know, my son loves it. We'd ride out down there and watch the crane lift and it's, he probably, <laughs> to him, he, he wouldn't want it any other way. But, you know, I remember the good old days and, and you know, I, you have to accept the times and move on. But yep. um, so we put on big gigs when we can and we, we still have massive yeah. hoo-hahs, but it's just not like uh, you can't just roll out the front door on a Friday night and just go down and not even have a plan. Now you kind of got to plan ahead and so um. It's still good. It's still nice being here and nice being part of it. Dillian, being a dad in West End with your son, um, Huey, where do you guys like to go just to hang out, play um, and chill? We, we tend to go to the river. That's where the, um, the, the walking paths and that's where the green area in West End is along the river and there's big froggy park. Yeah, Sun loves it down there. But what does he also, like about Froggy Park, actually? Oh, it's just shady. There's lots of different things to love about Froggy Park. He probably loves a different thing more each time. Yeah. He does love that little, there's like a little uh, playground with a little phone, like a, you yell into it and one hole and then it comes out the other hole. So he likes to go down there and you know, oh, yeah, yell nice. stuff at me and yep. I yell back and that's good. Um but we often go, I think I mentioned Fairfield and stuff before, we, we jump on our bike and we're out of Dutton Park and Fairfield along, all around there. There's, you know, it's not far either, you know. There's so many parks over that way and <laughs> yep. you can get there on a bicycle in five, ten minutes. I mean, I'm just going to accuse you of being a very much a part of the West End Community Village because you're saying it's so far flung, Fairfield, Annerley and Dutton Park. They're just the neighbouring <laughs> suburbs. So that's an easy bike ride from here. If you like hills. Yeah. Or if you've got an electric bike. Get some muscles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, look, I've lived in I lived in Fairfield and Yoronga and stuff for years before I owned an electric bike and I used to 
leave my car in West End and walk home or taxi at home and then ride back the next day and, you know, in the middle of summer, uh, Highgate Hill is a good challenge. Um, your bag is sweat by the time you get from one side <laughs> to the other. So, you know, it is a, it is still an effort. You know, it's not like just once you're down in Fairfield, yeah, like going around that whole area is pretty pretty flat and easy and good. But, you know, the hills with the baby on the back of your bike, that's a... That'll get you going. Yeah. That, <laughs> One of the things about West End too, you were touching on it before, it's very much always had a cafe scene. There's some, we've used the word institution too before, but like Three Monkeys Cafe, that has just always been here, it seems. Yeah, yep. um, And the incredible scene up and down Boundary Street too um, yep. in terms of cafes. But what the do you, Yeah, and, and the, the lizard <laughs> right in the centre of it, the yeah. big mosaic lizard. Well, just over the water over in Newstead, you've been playing the Trifford and that's a very different style of gig too in COVID times. I mean, everyone's sitting down and it's all very civilised as opposed to mm. up on our feet and dancing around. They were one of the, I think, one of the most organised venues to really embrace the whole idea of a COVID plan and and to, um, you know, it was kind of, um, it made it tough because I couldn't really even talk to people when they came you know, to the gig and it made me feel weird like everyone, I, I didn't even say hello or you know, greet anybody properly or in the break I, I was I had to sit inside away from the audience and they did everything like I felt safe. I really felt safe, you know, like there was no viral yeah. spread. But uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was a weird feeling of yeah. were my um were the people that came to see me satisfied and did they think that I was a snob because I didn't talk to them. So um that was you know this is this is unprecedented times for for performers, you know, in the modern age everything's yeah. been we've been gifted by so much travel and people coming to and fro and you can tour and move around now it's just like um you know I was I was happy that the Trifford asked me to play and we we, we really needed it we, we had to we had to, we were a bit rusty in the whole jamming department <laughs> you know I've been playing a lot of piano during COVID for my son and I know every nursery rhyme in every key <laughs> <laughs> but to play the blues for a drunk audience you know it was like um it was almost it's real, you know. <laughs> so, you know, it, it took a few to really relax. It took a few gigs to relax and I'm back into the swing of it now and playing a lot more solo and just duo gigs for less money just to but just to keep keep the fingers moving and people are generally really, really happy to hear you play music right now. They'll clap for anything. So yeah. um, the compliments have been great but I haven't been digging too deep into it, you know. <laughs> yeah. So Blind Dog Donny. And Dillian James, how do you describe the music you play? Blues, reggae, rock, yeah, a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's um, quite a wide range. You know, we don't. I think you put you said blues, reggae, rock, and stuff. Yeah, that's how I describe yeah. the music that I play with you the most. Yeah, you yeah. know, but you, I mean, you come from a, you've got a very vast background. You play all yeah. kinds of yeah. Hawaiian little sounding things yeah. and. And I've cut Star New Orleans. Folky, you know. <laughs> but yeah, totally. Yeah, you are a folky, aren't you? <laughs> you both recorded a song, West End Shuffle, just recently. Blind um, Dog's been recording that song for years. Aha, uh-huh, the <laughs> truth is unreal. I'm not, I'm not going to have my let my name be attached to that. That's Blind Dog's masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> Blind Dog, how would you describe the West End Shuffle to our listeners? Well, it's a shuffle, swing, and it's just about West End. It's just. Uh, 
It's just stating the obvious to me. <laughs> oh, the good old days when you walked down Boundary and there was yeah. there was many colourful characters. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. There was the crazy bin man. Oh, the, yeah. There was Rocky used to carry his Sri Lankan bongos downtown. Yeah. And yeah. It was all, you know, there was Sam on the trumpet. And the, yeah. Real characters jammed on the street. It's quite a tribute, isn't it, to what West End was and is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. The place is comfortable enough for people to do it. People still, I know people that still um, busk on the streets, still buskers on the streets at West End, you know. I see Lazy John and Rodney Boschman at the yeah. at the um, 7-Eleven right on the corner of Boundary and Vulture. Right. And I always take Huey down there and... Um, yeah. And throw a few dollars in, but just nice to hear the hear the boys. They they are the heart and soul of West End that oh, I yeah. remember when I first arrived. Yeah, certainly are. I think there's something too about West End. It's not just um, those pockets of live music that are still here, but also you're sort of bookend in the sort of like the triangle of culture. I've just coined a term for Brisbane, but you've got QPAC and the cultural precinct at one end. Uh, and as you come up through West End, you've got a lot of independent bookstores and places that are inspiring and supporting the arts. Um, do you see all of that sort of intermingling as part of what the West End experience is? Yeah, absolutely, you know. It's um, all the bookstores and the um, cafes and that. It's a good mix you know, you know, people, you can do stuff in West End, you know, like going to a bookstore, going to a cafe, going to a bar. It's, it's a pretty happening place for a little, like I said, a little village. <laughs> There's record stores and yeah. stuff as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you've even said, Dillian, that you've played at the Aboriginal Art Gallery. There are other galleries here as well. And I mean, yeah, there's, there's been many Goma different and, ones over. Yeah, yeah, just up the road there, too. There's been. Yep. There's the one over near um, the other side of Musgrave Park, the Karupa Hall, I think they call it. And prior to that, there was Indigenous Arts, which was a totally self-funded Aboriginal art gallery, and they used to they made their money um, teaching backpackers how to paint boomerangs and selling clothing and. Um, and they and the same guy John Formosa, he he runs all the galleries at the Byron Bay Blues Fest and that kind of thing. So they they have a lot of other you know like music festivals where people from all around the world would come in and see their art and and that was all that was their base was in West End and you know so and they they were around for a long time. It was really awesome to see things like you know un. Not no government funding for for an arts project in Aboriginal arts that survive in West End for so long by itself by themselves yeah. and, and we always supported that we jammed yeah. down there and and that's what I like about West End it's still it's that sort of carried on like the the cafe culture people always understand West End for its for its cafes and its little restaurants and the the live music and it's not it's not big scale things like like QPAC down the road in South Bank that's where you. Yeah. That's where you see the massive headliners from around the world, and and if you want to see the, you know, Willie and the Paul Boys come to the Boundary <laughs> Hotel and yeah. see Blind Dog. That's our version of it, you know, and um, and that's just such a good range within two kilometres headliners too. Yeah, something like that. 
a good range. Well, when the when the when the footy finishes on a Friday night, everyone walks across that go-between bridge now, and you get this foot traffic of just people that want to ready to party. You know, yep. they've seen blood and guts, and now they're ready to <laughs> hear, you know, hear some live music and have a dance and be and and get happy. You know, yep. and um, you know, sort of have their own jiggle and a shake and, you know, so yeah. you do get that often, you know, after, was it like River Fire or something, you play a gig in West End on that night and after the fireworks 20 minutes later you get this, it's like a procession, you know, like. The wave, yeah. The wave comes <laughs> through and everything just goes nuts, you know, and so I think <laughs> I think the West End live music culture has survived off, um, has, has been fueled by that as well, you know, knowing yes. that um, when there's big, big events in South Bank or and big headliners happen and they, you know, then there'll be a, a washout effect. Everyone wants to park their car in West End for free in the back streets in the good old days, you know, there was <laughs> couldn't get a park anywhere for that gig, you know. <laughs> Dude, you still can't. <laughs> Look, you spoke about a jiggle and a shake. I've got a bit of a special request. Oh. oh. We're going to do West End Shuffle tonight if I bat my eyelids nicely. <laughs> Please. How does that work on radio? <laughs> People just have to trust me that I did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get amplified. Stepping down boundary, I don't have a care. Acting like some kind of millionaire. I'm doing a West End shuffle. The old West End hustle. I'm the West End shuffle. Show them how you really feel. Well, I ain't got a dollar, I ain't got a dime Stepping down boundary, but I'm feeling fine I'm doing a West End shuffle The old West End hustle The West End shuffle Show them how you really feel I'm doing a West End shuffle I'm doing a West End shuffle I'm doing a West End shuffle Do your West End hustle I'm a West End shuffle Show them how you really feel Do it again, man, do it again I'm doing a West End shuffle I'm doing a West End shuffle I'm doing a West End shuffle Do your West End hustle I'm a West End shuffle Show them how you really feel Show us how you feel, dude Show us how you feel Shuffle. Show them how you really feel. 
You've been listening to Bluey's Brisbane. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane. I slipped on my bed.